Hi, and welcome to the Authentic Audience Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Ritma. This is a marketing podcast like you haven't heard before. It's about real connections and honest conversations. Why am I here? To remind you that you can fly. If you're brave enough to listen to that calling inside you, I'm here to serve you and show you that marketing can and should be honest, that the truth sells and authenticity wins. So how can businesses and brands build a real and authentic audience? The Authentic Audience Podcast gives you insight into growing your business and marketing strategies to gain real followers and loyal customers. Each week, I create a space of radical honesty for thought leaders and entrepreneurs who have built successful businesses to share their insights on business, marketing, relationships, life, and spirituality. Each episode is sure to remind you the power of storytelling and truth selling. Get ready to get real, get raw, get honest, and keep growing. Allison Eaton is an international teacher of Reiki, yoga, and meditation. She teaches Reiki certification trainings and Yoga Alliance registered yoga teacher trainings worldwide. Allison is the author, author of Reiki Flow training guide series, the Andara Yoga Asana Manual, and Yin Tuition, a guide to yin and restorative yoga. She's a kirtan musician and is featured in the guided music and meditation album, Sat Nam. Allison is my yoga teacher, my Reiki master, my sister, friend, mentor, and uh, I just can't say enough about her. And I'm surprised I haven't had her on here sooner, but uh, we like to let our guides uh, determine the timing for us. So here we are. I don't really have a plan for this podcast other than uh, Reiki has been a huge part of my life since I met you. And I believe that was 2016. Um, that we met in, in uh, Hawaii, and I don't talk about it that much. So I use Reiki every single day in my business, in my self-care, in my practice, and working with other people, and I rarely talk about it. And this summer, um, we've been working together a lot, which I feel like is one of the biggest blessings from COVID, to be honest. And I don't know why we didn't think of it before, um, but we've been doing virtual sessions together and it's just been amazing. And so I wanted to share my experience with Reiki and Allison's services and just share more, share her with my audience because she's truly one of my people. Like every time I meditate or call in my guides or ask for help or guidance. I call her in. Um, so here she is in real life with us. Um, so let's just start by how are you? What's going on in your world? What are you doing? What's happening? Yeah. Um, yeah. COVID really has been kind of a blessing because uh, my usual plans to be teaching in Bali were canceled. Uh, which was kind of hard to accept at first because I love going out there uh, every summer. Um, but it has uh, moved me in this direction of offering my services online and um, really seeing how that that actually works. Like we can actually still have these connections, um, can still do online Reiki, we can still do online yoga and keep in contact with uh, the ones we love. Um, through mediums such like Zoom and um, all the others. Um, so so my life right now is kind of like 
um, building more of an online platform so that I can have more outreach with people. It kind of, that's kind of been my, my life ambition has been to be of service and to help as many people as I can uh, in this lifetime. And it just seems like uh, the online platform can really get a lot of outreach. And um, yeah, it's just exciting too. It's a fun, creative project for me. And um, I get to continue my services um, here. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad um, because you know, so Allison, she lives in Baja. Um, so for those of you who follow me, um, whenever I go down to Mexico, um, that's who I'm visiting. I'm seeing Allison and, um, she is, I don't want to offend anybody by saying this, but the real deal when it comes to living the path of yoga. So she lives in her little, adorable hut, um, by the Pacific ocean and lives and breathes yoga and Reiki as her full-time job for like what, 15, more than 15 years. Yeah. Just about 14 years. Yeah. Yeah. So like before Instagram yoga was a thing before any of that. And it's like, she's my best kept secret on one hand because she is my access to source and spirit and divinity. And when I'm practicing and working with her, it's a lot stronger for me. So I'm able to tap in easier and just connect and, um, have these profound experiences, but also I want to share her and, have other people have access. So the idea of you bringing your work online, uh, is really exciting to me. Um, yeah. And I'm excited to dive into that more, but first I want to talk about how we met, um, and how Reiki came to be in my world. And then I want you to talk about your story with Reiki and, um, I just think that a lot of people don't really know what it is. So before I talk about my experience with Reiki and, and you, can you just share your definition of Reiki and for somebody who may have heard of it, but sort of like, um, what's that word, uh, that this, when you do like seasonal, um, like cooking, it starts with an A what's the word I'm trying to think of. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's, um, wait, hold on. It's not acupuncture. It's not aromatherapy, but it's like the, the top, like you're like, uh, you're like have a tapas or, a um, what is the word I'm trying to think It'll of come to us. anyway, um, <laughs> where a lot of people have heard of it, but nobody really knows exactly what it is, um, is what I am trying to say. So you tell me what is Reiki? Yeah, so Reiki is uh, simply another name for energy. It's a Japanese name for energy. So we've all heard of prana in the yoga world uh, or chi in Chinese acupuncture, Chinese medicine. So Reiki is universal life force energy. So it's a Japanese word. Rei means universal and ki means energy. And um, it's also a stress reduction technique. Uh, administered by laying on of the hands. So the Reiki practitioner stands as a channel for this energy to flow through them and then to whoever you're working on. And that energy is like supremely intelligent, my teacher would say, and knows exactly what we need on every level, mind, body, and spirit. So 
Uh, once that energy is administered to the person receiving, they start to heal, harmonize, and balance uh, where they need it most, whether that's mind, body, or spirit. Um, it works exactly with the person receiving as they need. It's never too much, never too little, but just right. It kind of picks up where you are on the path and helps to meet you there and help to move you a little bit more forward on your path. Yeah, I love that. And it's, it's what I think, um, well, before I dive into that, let me talk about my experience with Reiki and how it came into my world um, and how Allison um, and learning Reiki from her specifically has just totally changed my life. Um, so my mom was always into Reiki. Um, she got into it, I think while I was in high school or maybe even younger. And she would always say, Oh, I'm reikiing you or like, can I reiki you girls? And so, yeah. And so, but I was in high school, right. When your mom is just like, not cool and everything she does annoys you. And you don't realize that she's like actually light years ahead. Um, of where everybody else is. So she got into Reiki before Reiki was like, I almost feel like, especially in my circles, it's pretty mainstream now. But when my mom was into it, I didn't, I had no idea what she was doing. And I hadn't even found yoga yet. So I was just not really connected um, in that way. And then I did a yoga teacher training um, with Yandara Yoga Institute, and my sister is the one that did all the research on where we were going to go. So I was really busy at the time, and I didn't do any research into our training, our teachers, anything, which is totally crazy, but I let Kelsey just guide me, and we decided to do it together. So we did it with Yandara Yoga. Allison was my lead teacher. And uh, we went to Hawaii and it rained every single fucking day. I cried every night. Like I was miserable. Like my yoga teacher training like broke me open in ways that I just can't even describe. Like I've never been so in my ego, like totally miserable, just like, and I think it's meant to do this, right? But um, I was like, why am I here? Like, why am I here? It's pouring rain. Um, Allison's an amazing yoga teacher. Like the training was amazing, but I just kept asking myself, like, why am I here? Um, and then Allison said on an off day, um, I'm going to do a Reiki certification. So anybody who wants to get certified in Reiki, like raise your hand. And of course I was like, okay, I'm in this. I'm just going to do it. So Kelsey and I raised our hands and we did it. And during my first attunement for level one, when Allison was attuning me, I saw a light, like true story. It was as if my eyes were closed and it was as if somebody was holding a flashlight, like in front of my eyes. It was so bright. It was like blindingly bright light. And I knew in that moment, this is why I'm here. Um, is to do Reiki and get certified in Reiki. So since then, I've gone on to do level two. Um, my mom and sister flew and did a weekend with Allison a couple years ago and were certified in level three and master. So I am actually, in fact, a Reiki master, even though I don't, I don't practice it on people or, or share about that. So that's my journey with Reiki. And since then, um, I Reiki everything every day. So I Reiki my dog, I Reiki, my meetings, my clients, 
this podcast, um, my food, really everything. Um, and then you learn so many uh, tools within Reiki around energy. So I use it to clear my energy, balance my chakras, uh, cord cutting, all of these things, psychic surgery that you hear people talking about. Uh, comes from my Reiki sessions with Allison. And when I'm not having sessions with her, I'm Reikiing myself because you can do that. And that's one of the greatest gifts it gave me is this ability to tap into this energy that is not mine um, and use it to help myself. Um, it's like putting your mask on first. Um, so what Reiki isn't is like, I'm not healing you. I am tapping into an energy and being, and I'm a channel for that energy that is giving you what you need. So I think that's a pretty common misconception, but so that's been my journey with Reiki. And since then, Allison and I have grown very close and, um, she's like an adopted daughter to my mom. My mom's obsessed with her. Um, and anytime any one of us is going through it, it's like, have you texted Allison? When my grandma passed away, we all reikied her. I was actually with Allison um, while my sister and mom were reikying her. So needless to say, I can't believe I haven't talked about it on the podcast um, because it's a part of my everyday life. So that being said, how the hell did you get into Reiki? I feel like I heard the story and I cannot remember like Reiki like calls to you. Um, and like, I would love to hear your journey with it because it's like your life now. It is. Yeah. And there is a point where it calls to you and uh, you kind of have your revelation or realization about um, energy. And for me, uh, I was teaching a yoga teacher training and I think I would say about 10 years ago, I've been teaching yoga for 14 years, but Reiki for 10 years. So about 10 years ago, I was uh, assisting a Catholic priest in child's pose in front of the class, like during one of the assist breakdowns. And he comes out of child's pose and he turns to me and he says, you have very healing hands. And in that moment, that was my click. That was my realization. Like, oh, it became very clear that, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing in my life is working with this healing energy. It just felt so natural and so right. And once you have that realization, then you start manifesting the teachers and the guides and the people who are going to help you develop that gift. And so, you know, I met my first Reiki teacher very soon after that. She came down here. She was actually a student when I say down here um, at our yoga school. Um, she came down here as a student and she recognized I was getting into energy and she attuned me to my level one. And then I wanted to get more training. So I went up to North Vancouver and trained with Barb Weston for my levels one, two, and three. And she taught me that Reiki was love. And I think that's really important when you're working with energy is to come from the compassionate heart and to come from love. Let, it, let your ego aside. Kind of like you were saying, it's not me who's doing the healing. I'm just opening up to a higher energy. I'm opening up to the highest universal love vibrations available in the universe. And that energy comes through and does the healing itself. So we're just space holders. And then uh, after I went and trained with uh, Barb Weston, I believe maybe 
not even a year later, I went into my Reiki master with William Lee Rand, who's the director and creator of the International Center of Reiki Training. And that was amazing, an amazing experience too. Um, and then since then, it's like whenever I travel, I meet healers. I meet, you know, in Bali, I met Balinese healers. I meet gurus who attune me to, I guess, whatever those next levels are. Um, yeah, they just keep coming and the journey never ends. You just keep evolving and you just keep getting more refined in the frequencies that you are channeling. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So it's been a beautiful journey. Yeah. But there's definitely that point where everyone has that realization of, of Reiki at some point. And then to incorporate it into your business, because it's, um, you know, what I help people do, you've been doing full time for a very long time, which is, um, take this passion of yoga and Reiki and you've made it your business, um, which is not easy to do. And you work at this yoga school and it's so beautiful that, um, during the training, she just sort of organically, like it's so organic. She'll just be like, oh, there's a day off. Like, does anyone want to get Reiki certified? And everyone raises their hand. And it's like the definition of organic growth, I think, and organic success on the business side. And have you, have you ever like early on where you like, I want Reiki to be a part of my business? Like, did it happen naturally? Like, how did you start implementing the Reiki trainings, like into the yoga teacher trainings? Yeah. So as soon as I discovered Reiki, I knew I wanted to become a Reiki master and I knew that I wanted to teach Reiki. I knew I wanted to just keep sharing that gift with people. So when I came back from my training, I first started attuning friends here mm -hmm. and um, those were super powerful experiences. Even the first time you attune someone, it's a very powerful experience because again, it's the energy doing the work. And then it became like this. I remember there was this one teacher training, yoga teacher training I was at and teaching at. And I was just like, is there anybody who wants to do Reiki? And I think like that a group of four people say yes, absolutely. And they ended up doing like level one and two, like, like just out of the, I was so surprised, you know, but it felt so amazing. And it felt like so much at home for me to be doing this. So it really happened. It started manifesting really, really quickly for me. And then I was teaching level one and twos in our yoga teacher trainings for, you know, uh, many years and I've done retreats and everything like that. But, um, yeah, there's just that point where you like, you realize this is what you want to do in your life and you just follow it and you go for it. One thing I did, I actually did use the, the Reiki crystal manifestation board <laughs> that you learn in level three. Yeah. I remember I put on there, I want to teach yoga and Reiki in Bali, Hawaii, and Baja. And I put it on the crystal grid and I pointed all the clear quartz crystals toward the center of the Antikorana symbol. And, <laughs> and literally it just happened like that. Like whatever you put on those crystal manifestation boards, especially if there's Reiki on it, it will just it happens like that and I still use them to this day um but yeah I believe like when you start working with the energy your manifestation abilities kind of skyrocket um because you're yeah. just working with such a high frequency yeah I've definitely real like noticed that in my life and Reiki is really like when I'm not in a good way like instead of going like calling my psychologist or like going to the doctor, um, mm -hmm. I call Allison, like 
when I was at my worst, I recorded a podcast about my summer and Allison's been with me through a lot of these changes and, um, you know, stuff I've been going through. And I was in Boulder and I called Allison. Like I was like, I need an emergency Reiki healing. And I just felt so much better. And I think learning from you specifically, you're such a powerful vessel and a huge piece of that is your intention and your intention truly is to be of service. And I know that firsthand intention plays a huge role in manifestation and success and all of that. And when you truly uh, dedicate your life to service and to being of service, it doesn't mean you don't have to get paid. That's like a huge common misconception, but um, her why is to be in service to the greater good, to the greater energy, and that Reiki, that's what Reiki's sort of asking of you. Um, and I've noticed that too, like Reiki, it's almost like a, I can't think of the right word, but not guru energy, but it's like, it calls you in the sense that like Reiki wants to spread just like Shiva wanted yoga to spread. Reiki has this energy of its own that wants to spread. So it's like, once it gets into you, not only do you want to do it to yourself, but you want to become a master. And it's like, you're not even really in, in control. Um, as long as your intention truly is to be of service, Reiki's going to just guide you. And I've used so many of those tools, um, that you're talking about to call in, you know, pretty much everything. And I think so much of what I was doing before was like already Reiki, but I just wasn't tapping in to the energy and there's no other way to say it. Like you have to get attuned um, to understand it and go through level one, which as a matter of fact, Allison offers virtually. So there's a little, uh, we'll talk <laughs> more about that at the end, but when you can learn to tap into that energy, I can call it in all the time. And it's like, I was in a healing session with this guy, Glenn, who lives in San Diego. I think I told you about him and he does like acupuncture meets chiropractic meets flower medicine shock. Like he is a, he is working with some guides, let me tell you. And as soon as I walked into that room, I looked at him and I was like, you got all the homies with you. I could feel all of his guides because I know how to tap into it now. You know, so it's like we have these abilities as human beings and some some of us are born more tapped in and more tuned in. Like Allison, you know, from a very young age was like totally clairvoyant, feeling things, seeing things that not everyone else around her was seeing, but we all have the ability to. And I think that that's what Reiki and working with Allison specifically has taught me, like when she's channeling or when she's connecting to spirit source, the divine, I'm, it's like, uh, it's like a shortcut for me. It's like what Ram, you know, LSD or something like, it's like right. a short, you're like my LSD pill, you know, <laughs> um, my shortcut to feeling that and seeing that because you've practiced it for so long and you can then like share it, um, with the energy around you if they're tapped into it too. So yeah. I almost feel like I get to cheat sometimes because I'm so tuned into you that I get to experience Reiki and healing as if I've been doing it a lot longer because I'm sort of getting to experience what you're experiencing in some, in some ways and some healings that we do. And, um, yeah, so I want to talk a little bit more about 
like Reiki specifically, I think it's hard to understand. And the word that I was um, trying to think of before was Ayurveda. So it's like, you hear about Ayurveda, you like know what your tapas, like, you know, that like what your element is or whatever, but you don't really know what it is and what it's doing. And so I think there's a lot of common myths about Reiki and the practice of Reiki and like how to use it and how not to use it. And let's dive more now into like the benefits of it. Um, because truly you won't understand what it is unless you like do your Reiki attunement to get a Reiki session or a Reiki healing. Uh, you just have to be open to receiving the healing. Um, that's it. And it will totally take effect and work on you. But in terms of somebody wanting to go beyond just having a Reiki healing, but are interested in actually getting certified in Reiki themselves, um, what kind of benefits, like as a yoga practitioner, as a human, um, mm. does Reiki bring? Yeah. So when you become a practitioner of Reiki and you're channeling the energy, that energy is going through you as you're administering it to another. So that means you are receiving a healing every time you give Reiki. So you're receiving a, a, a frequency boost and an upgrade in your vibration every time. So it, it's helping you on your spiritual path as you're giving to others. It's just supposed to work that way. I think like the creator made it this way. It's like everybody benefits, the, the giver and the receiver. And when you really get into Reiki, it's like, it's like um, there really is not just a giver and a receiver. It's just like a continuous cycle of everybody's receiving from the universe. Right. Tapping into it. So um, in your own life, things will start to shift and change. Kind of like when you first start doing yoga, um, you start to uh, manifest people, places, and situations in your life that align you with more joy, more happiness, more peace. Uh, things like that will certainly start to take when you are attuned to Reiki. Um, you can bring it anywhere you want. So I really like how you were speaking about how, like at this point, you're not doing hands-on healings, but you're bringing it into every marketing administration that you do. And it's helping you. Um, sometimes it helps us to just have a peace of mind with our work that we're doing. Sometimes it's helping us be more creative. Sometimes it's helping us be more courageous or more brave, more confident. It really is going to give you what you need to help you move forward. Um, and as a yoga teacher, uh, it does develop your hands-on assists. So, um, for example, we learn all those yoga assists and yoga teacher training where you're actually moving bones, where you're pressing on someone, or you're you know, maneuvering their, their joints and bones in a certain way. But when you're assisting with Reiki, so it's the difference between pressing on someone's hips and child's pose and just laying your hand on their sacrum and child's pose. And what I've noticed with that is that the energy that's administered and the relaxation that they feel that they receive from that brings them 10 times deeper into the pose than if I had pushed on them. Because if you push on them, there's going to be an immediate, like, reaction to like protect themselves but there is a comfort that comes with reiki and an ease that comes with reiki that allows people to just completely relax and let go on a physical level mental and emotional and spiritual 
So it, it is going to benefit your, your entire existence and wherever you bring it, it's up to you. You can become a Reiki practitioner. You can become a Reiki master and teach it. Um, or maybe you're going to use it to bless your food. Maybe you want to just use it on your animals or your children or your plants. Um, it's kind of amazing when you Reiki children, because they're so, like the experiences I've had, like we're going to get a little witchy on you guys now because it's enough is enough. We're witches. So hi. Um, that was like one of the very first things you said to me. You were like, um, I hope this doesn't offend you, but I tapped into a past life and you're a witch. And I'm like, oh, I already <laughs> knew. I already knew that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was like very early on in our, in our relationship. But um what I was yeah. sa- going to say was with children and, and dogs, because uh, children and, and animals are so open already to that energy, right? They're so, uh, and so I've like on planes, like Reiki kids that are crying and it like freaks Clay out. He's almost like, you have <laughs> to stop because it's like works so well. And um, even my friend's baby like hates getting changed, like her diaper. And so I like Reiki her and they're like, what is happening? Um, and my dog too, it's like, she like knocks out, you know? Um, and it's just, for me, it's like, I do Reiki my food. Um, I Reiki animals. Like, so basically I started my yoga teacher training. I was fucking miserable. I wanted to leave. I remember I got attacked by like red ants. Like it was just horrible. And I ended my yoga teacher training, literally like speaking to blades of grass and like, you know, like raking every animal I saw, like I had a profound experience. And for me, what this energy is that we're talking about is when you can understand and learn how to tap into it. One, you realize it was always there, but two, you learn how to bring it into everything. It's like, I'm not healing my food. I'm taking this universal energy that is love. Like everything is energy everything. This plant next to me has energy. My dog sitting next to me has energy. You and I um, are in each other's energy right now. And it's like everything in the world to me is explained in that way. And what Reiki does is it allows you to play with it. Like it allows me to tap into that energy and be like, where are we putting this? Like I want my food. Like, I don't know who made my food. I want to like bring that universal love energy to that. I reiki myself in the bath. I reiki the water before I get in the bath. It's like infusing it almost, um, with this energy that is so vibrant and you can feel it, you know, like I reiki my plants, um, really anything situations like Trevor before he goes on stage and he always jokes because I'm like Reiki flow and he like doesn't really know what it means but I'm raking him and I have a professional football player friend and I'm like I'm going to be raking you the whole game um and it's it's an intention I think is the easiest way to say it um or the way I can say it is you know Allison's listing off all these benefits and for me it's done all of that like Truly, I can draw so many lines back to when I was first attuned to Reiki and and where I am now. Um, But it's an intention to make something like to bring love to something, to bring healing um, through energy that is real, that through Reiki, we learn how to tap into. And 
um, used for the greater good. And I think that that's a really big piece of it um, because we're not like witch doctors, right? Like the whole intention of Reiki is for the greater good. Yes. Um, so you say a prayer, you know, at the beginning of every, of every session. And it's like calling in my guides, calling in my lineage, whoever Allison feels needs to be called in for my session that day. We have different people that we call in. Um, and it's for the greater good, for the highest good. Um, and I think that that intention, like I talk about that so much on this podcast, like I interview these really successful business people and I'm like the intention, um, is for the higher good and the higher good hears that, um, and rewards that. And that's the only way I can really explain it. And physically I have experiences too. One of my most profound Reiki sessions was virtual. I was like, uh, what's that word? Not convulsing, but I was like, like the Shakti, like I had to, Allison was doing psychic surgery with me and there were some, as she said, clowns in there that needed to come out. Uh, and it was powerful. Like it was a physical experience is what I mean to say. So it's not just happening on an energetic level. It's, it's like tangible, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Physically, it's moving toxins out of the system. It's readjusting bones and joints. It's healing scar tissue, whatever is ready to heal on a physical level. Yeah. And you're right. It is about intention. You know, it's as a Reiki practitioner, it's simply our job to show up with that intent to be a channel for the energy to flow through. And then once it moves to the person you're working with, it's you just, you surrender, you let go, you get out of the way. And the more you get out of the way, the stronger the energy flows and the deeper the healing is. And Reiki teaches you how to do that. Reiki automatically shows you how to do that. Yeah. I feel that I, Reiki is really good for people who are like super sensitive um, because I, before Reiki or yoga, or I like to say before I knew I was alive, right before I was conscious, um, I was like walking around with just like an ego floating on top of a head. And, um, once I realized that oneness, I guess, um, so to speak. And for me, that gift came through Reiki and yoga. Um, it just made everything click, like make sense to me, especially being such a sensitive person, feeling other people's energies all the time or not knowing why you're upset. And like, you know, just having all these really sensitive experiences, um, I can now like control that. Yes. So as much as Reiki is about surrender, for me, it's actually given me a lot of control in a weird way of like what energy as I'm, I'm letting in and out and what I'm giving my energy to using it through this lens of Reiki. And I feel like that's been really helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel like anyone who's sensitive to energy should get some training in Reiki because it's going to teach you how to protect yourself going to teach yeah. you how to be proactive about um, not taking on so much energy from others and it's going to teach you how to cleanse yourself um, after you do take on energy from people. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. And one thing that you said to me on the one of our Reiki calls this summer is you're like, your cells know, like 
like your cells and your body knows. And you said that to me again, I think so often we want to like, especially on the spiritual path or, um, any type of like self-growth, um, even if it's in your business, you always want to be taking action, taking action. And on our last call, I was like, I've been doing all the cord cutting cutting and I'm doing it every day. And I'm like taking all this action, action, action to heal. I'm like controlling my healing. And what you said to me was, um, your body knows like just Reiki yourself and let and surrender. And so for what Reiki does for me though, is it gives me that like, um, permission or I, that's the wrong word, but it's that reminder that like, oh yeah, I can heal myself. Like I don't have to go to this doctor. I don't have to go to this thing, or I don't have to take this medicine or go to the psychiatrist or like take this action. I can just sit there and tap into the energy and receive. Um, so the gift of receiving, I think is huge because as healers, we always want to be giving, but with Reiki, it's like the more you can receive, the more you can give. That's it right there. Exactly. Like how much can you let in? And over the course of time being a Reiki practitioner, you're, you're able, you naturally are able to open up to more of it and receive more of it for yourself. And then through that, uh, you're able to give more to others. It's yeah. so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And what I love about what you're doing with it now is it's like, can be totally virtual. Actually, I was just saying one of the more profound sessions I've had with Allison happened virtually. Um, that's a pattern. That's a, that's a norm. It's, I, you know, and I think other Reiki masters would agree too, and practitioners would agree that these distance healings are often more powerful than the hands-on. I don't know why, but it just is. <laughs> All I have to say is if you're drawn to Reiki, if you're intrigued by this conversation, like I post about Allison, like here and there, um, I always share, like, I just got my tattoo I'm showing her on video. Um, I just got Shokure, which is a power symbol in Reiki, uh, tattooed on my finger in Allison's handwriting. So like, needless to say, it's profound in my life and you know, I'm always posting these like secrets or tips or rituals or self-care. And it's like cutting through all of that. It's the, what I learned from Reiki that is like fueling any of that. Um, so I'm like, we got to just do a podcast. I got to share you. I want my audience to know who you are and be able to connect with you, book with you. Not only does she do uh, virtual Reiki healing, so you can book a healing with her. You can get certified with her virtually. Um, and that's all available right now. So I'm going to put that in your, in your link and buy, or in the, in the link. And this is how to have a healing. And also it's all on allisoneaton.com. Um, but there's two options there. You can get a healing and you can get certified and in the certification, it comes with an attunement with her. Um, so you get that experience. And I just, um, yeah, as somebody that, is definitely like leaning more into that side, that spiritual, that woo woo, that, um, you know, energetic side. It's like so real. And, um, if you're listening to this podcast, then you know, it's real <laughs> too, because I don't think you'd be here, um, and be tuning into here if, if it wasn't. So yeah, I would just highly recommend learning more about it. Um, Allison's books that you get, uh, with 
the certification are amazing. She's wrote all of them. I actually just found them. Um, Reiki's like calling me right now. I'm like, I'm already doing it. What else can I do? Um, I just found all the books and I've like reread them. And then I got this tattoo. So I think there's like a, a new energy, but what I was hoping is if you could do like a little mini, uh, Reiki session on me right now or on all of us, like a prayer and like maybe pick us a card and give us like a little, a little insight into that. Well, that's so interesting as I had the intuitive feeling to bring the cards, but I wasn't sure if that's what we'd be doing. So let me just go grab them. (laughs) Perfect. So um, a session with Allison, she drops in with an intention. She picks a card for you. I'm going to stall while she picks them up. Here she is. Um, So I'm asking her to pick a card for us and um, do a little intention, a little prayer. Okay. So how about a card for the audience? Yes, I will yeah. pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll shuffle and then you'll say now when you get that intuitive feeling that this is your audience's card. Okay. Now. What do we have? Beautiful. You got the love. <laughs> <laughs> so let's read a little bit about it. You got yeah. the love. Everybody, you got it. It's in there. And it's also calling upon Hadarian energy. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, Hadarians. They are believed to be a beacon, to be beacons of pure, divine, unconditional love, who see love in all people and situations. As a result, they can find it hard to have boundaried, interdependent, healthy relationships because they only see the unconditional nature of those they meet. This is important for healers. Uh, The lovers of the cosmos, they dive in fast. They're here to learn how to love while in a separate body, to learn to love self first and then establish healthy relationships with others. To remember that the love they seek is already within them, that they truly do have the love all on their own. The message of this card is to review the ways you may need to establish healthier boundaries. Perhaps you're in a codependent relationship in which you may be losing your sense of self. It's common for starseeds. Starseeds are like like, um, old souls uh, to dive deep into relationships, particularly with those who feel safe and familiar at a soul level. Perhaps you're in a relationship in which you give more than you receive. Or perhaps there's a certain volatility to it and you're always unsure where you stand. This card is assigned to do a relationship review and see what energetic agreements you've made consciously or unconsciously to acknowledge if there are relationships in which you feel anxious or powerless, in which you don't feel like it's safe to relax and just be you, to assess if there are any places of inadequacy that you've used the relationship to soothe and cover up. And there's an inquiry, do you lose yourself in relationship? If so, how? How can you develop a deeper love for yourself? Yeah, a very important message for healers out there because being an empath, um, boundaries can get a little bit skewed. Um, I and think remember, that was just perfect. That's so perfect. Very, oh, very It's so beautiful. Um, do you have like an intention or anything that you want to say or that's coming through or a message or 
I don't know, anything at all that, you know, you sort of want to call in or end on? Um, yeah, so I'm just setting uh, the intent that the Reiki flows um, to you, Krista, and to everyone who is listening and all of us for our highest good because we're really in this together. And I'm just going to call upon the energy and send it out there. And I, I can feel there are some people out there um, who it's going to touch. Um, and I'm my intention is to um, uh, bring those people home through Reiki. Oh, that's so beautiful. I totally felt that. I was closing my eyes and it was like, yeah. It's hard. Like Jordan, one of our clients, she does these live channelings and then has to like come out of the channeling and then go back into like the webinar and like answer questions. And it's really hard for her. Cause I can still tell she's still like trying to channel, like how I'm messing up my words, um, after that. So like even, all the time. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. even just you tapping in, to that, like I was sitting here closing my eyes and Allison has like really deep effect on my energy. And so, um, I like felt and saw what you were seeing. It was just so beautiful. And, and I would just love to do more of this on my podcast guys to my listeners. Like, um, I love having business talks and I love business. And I think where my life lies is where spirituality meets strategies in business, right? So half of what I do all day is like strategy calls and, um, spreadsheets and budgets and finances. But the other half of what I'm doing is energy work and intentions and Reiki and self-care and ritual. And, um, that's what makes, me a human or like, you know, that's where my life lies in between those two. So, um, you know, as I've been working with Allison again this summer and we've been getting just deeper and deeper and witchier and witchier and some, I mean, this is some real stuff and, um, I just had to share. So, um, it's allisoneaton.com If you want to learn more, she also does weekly yin classes, which are just heaven. Her yin class has like changed my life. Um, I didn't even do yin before I met Allison. So needless to say, um, you're a huge teacher of mine and friend and sister and, you know, you know, and I'm just grateful that you graced us, um, with your presence on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. This connection goes way back. (laughs) a lot of years way back into time <laughs> yeah thousands of <laughs> thousands of years but it's just so beautiful um also to see you step more into the business side of things so as Allison's healing me with Reiki I am um helping her bring her business more and more online so that she can connect with the amazing people out there that are searching for her so um, I'll put the, the website in the bio. And if anybody has any questions, um, also please DM me, reach out to me, email me. I'm happy to answer them about Reiki. Um, now that I've like done this, I just want to scream it from the rooftops. I don't know why, but it's sacred, you know, it's sacred and, and timing is everything. So thank you for being here. I love you. Thanks, Krista. Yeah, this is perfect timing. (laughs) And to all of my listeners, this was a personal episode. This was a special episode. Thank you for evolving uh, alongside me. Uh, Who knows where we'll go next? So until next time, keep growing.